Greetings to you. Welcome to my podcast journal where I share my awakening from my narcissist-induced nightmare. I go by Raina on these interwebs, so you can call me Raina. You also may be wondering what hornswoggle means. Well, it's a synonym to bamboozled because bamboozled is how I feel and how I felt when I woke up from this nightmare. And um, honestly, somebody had a podcast called Bamboozled. So guess what? Nobody had one called Hornswoggled. So it's mine. I was Hornswoggled. <laughs> so it, it means to trick or deceive someone. So honestly, it means I have been tricked or deceived and definitely feel that way. And yeah, I have definitely been hornswoggled. So if you are here, there's a chance that you may also have been hornswoggled or you may know someone who has, or you know, you just really wanted to know what it meant. So either way, you are definitely welcome here. I will start right off though, sharing a little bit about myself. I am not a therapist. I am not a counselor. I am not even a life coach. I am just a fresh 40 year old woman 40-year-old chick who is a wife and a mom of two and currently waking up from this nightmare I didn't even know I was having. You see, if you were to ask me if I had a good childhood, I would have answered you yes, like a couple months ago. But all of that has changed because now everything is suspect. Everything is being reevaluated. And if you know what it feels like to wake up from a narcissist induced nightmare, you can most likely identify with the words that are coming out of my mouth right now. Nothing stood out as abnormal as far as I could tell, or did it? I'm not really sure now. Like I said, I question everything. I thought about how to actually start this journal entry of sorts and I decided um, chronological just would not do. I might as well start from the day all of the puzzle pieces fit together and things really started to make sense. So I guess I shall start there. All right, and we're gonna start, not chronologically, but we're gonna start when things really started to make sense. When the goggles of my life have been removed and now I'm left making sense of my life up to this point. And it's really crazy how it's all happening in the year 2020. I mean, definitely 2020. Hindsight is 2020. Everybody's like, oh, you could see everything real good after you've been through it. Well, no, not necessarily when it comes to this. Nothing really makes sense now that I've come through it. I maybe when I cut maybe 2021 will be different, but right now this is this is interesting how it's all coming to fruition. So I'm gonna start by letting you know I have a sister. We are two years, two months, and two days apart, and I am the oldest. We had a great relationship growing up, the typical, you know, sibling tips here and there, but we always got along and we pretty much always enjoyed each other's company. It's really all we had. We lived out in the boonies, and if you don't get along with your sister, you are one boring kid, so neither of us wanted to be bored, so we always stuck very close to one another. But as we got older, and I moved out, and she moved out, and our lives started to veer off in their separate paths, you know, as they do, it seemed that things started to get rocky between us and regarding our family. The more we got older, it definitely started to, to happen. 
definitely increased the more we get became independent, the more successful we became. You know, I will just skim over these events and decades for now because I definitely plan to revisit them as I unpack them and look at them with this new set of eyes. So each event now all makes sense, you know, that I know the who's and what's and why's and where's of each painful memory. But for now, I will fast forward and tell you that the last 20 years, my sister and I were complete strangers to each other. We had been fed so many lies and pitted against each other over that period of time that we just, we grew apart, severely grew apart. The one feeding the lies was ironically the one telling everyone she wished her daughters would just get along. Air quotes, just get along. And that lovely individual was our mother. Yes, that is the villain of this nightmare, apparently. But to be honest, if you know anything about what I'm about to tell you, it didn't start with her. It was passed to her. So I digress. We will cover that in the future because it's new, new to me as well. Before I move forward, I will also add that in October of 2018, I got baptized and I gave my life to the Lord. And I'm pretty sure right now <laughs> that without having God to lean on in this time of need, I would have resorted to binge drinking box wine like I had been two years prior. And it is safe to say that I would have never found out that my life was a lie without him too. Because it is because of him and his message of forgiveness and grace that I felt at peace enough, even knowing that my sister and I had been like at odds for 20 years. With the grace of God, I really, you know, invited her to a out of the blue weekly grocery grab that I did every week with my mom. Had I not been in a place of love and forgiveness to be able to do that, I would have I would have never been awake right now. I would still be sleeping. So the truth really does set you free. Just want to say that. So we shall start at my house setting the scene. My mom and I always go to get groceries. I'm always like, I'm an inclusive person. I want everybody to come and have fun. And if you need groceries, come along with us. I was at my house and my mom and my sister met me at my house and we all piled into our pickup truck and it felt a bit strange because for two decades, my sister and I, you know, been leading those separate lives and um, really only hear about each other through our precious little mother. Oh, our precious little mom. My mom sat in the back seat and my sister rode shotgun. And it reminded me of the old days when I would drive us around the dirt roads listening to Metallica and eating Funyuns with my new shiny driver's license. We used to have so much fun. Now looking over at her in that passenger seat that day, she looked very uncomfortable. I just really couldn't put my finger on why, because I didn't feel like I had changed. She was the one that had changed, or so I have been told. So as we headed out of town to my to uh, my mom and my favorite grocery store, I thought we would also hit up our favorite diner for lunch, you know, because why not? My mom and I went out together pretty much every week to get a bite to eat with the kids or to grab groceries. This time I left the nuggets behind with the mister and it was just us three girls starting off to get groceries. Up until this point, my mom honestly was what I considered my closest friend. It was always her and me. I always felt I could lean on her. She could lean on me. Never questioned her loyalty. Never questioned her motives. Never questioned her. And my mom had told me 
so many times that she wished that we would just include my sister in our outings, you know, but she also made it really, really a good point to also tell me all the horrible things about my sister. So, you know, I don't know why it never dawned on me that she would tell me all these horrible things about my sister, but then also proclaim that she really wanted us to be together. So I thought, you know, that day I felt like today's the day. Today's the day. I'm going to include my sister. So I messaged her behind the scenes on Facebook Messenger. I had gotten a hold of her and was like, hey, do you want to go get groceries with us? And she said, sure. My mom really didn't have any say in this. I kind of caught her off guard, which I think was actually kind of a winning factor. Um, the My sister that my mom always would tell me that she was, um, all these things. She was a late bloomer, still acting like a 16-year-old trapped in a 37-year-old's body, that she wouldn't have a job if my mom hadn't forced her to, and that she would always tell me she hoped that we could just, you know, that that her and I as a team could just rub off on my sister if we just spent more time with her. I didn't really know what to believe, to be honest, because everything that my sister had done to me in the past and said about me in the past actually lined up with all the stuff that my mom continued to feed me for 20 years. So I really didn't question it. So I just believed everything that my sister had done and everything that my mom had said. And I just believed everything. So I, yeah, it's not, it's not too hard to be horn swoggled. Let me tell you. So we stopped for lunch and it provided a great opportunity for us girls to sit down and chat, you know, face-to-face and have a few pretty normal conversations. My sister was really seeming to open up. It was really shocking. I had talked about God and how he was working in my life on and off. And, you know, she never, you know, actually pushed back. My mom had like painted this picture that she was like some, you know, edging on the, um, in the direction of atheists. So I thought, you know, I'm not one to really want to have to step around and, and like hold back my excitement when God is doing something in my life. Just like I wouldn't want somebody else maybe to share where, where they're at. So, and it, and it wasn't doing it like crazy. I was just excited about some cool um, stuff. And so she wasn't banning any religious talk at the table. She wasn't trying to skip out on the bill because, you know, she's this big mooch, my mom would say. She wasn't acting rude or mean like my mom always said she does. You know, I was starting to get a little bit confused, but I wasn't going to really question it. I was just going to embrace the moment because it is something my mom and I had wanted for years. All of us to get along quotes, air quotes, get along. We finished our lunch and headed down the street to do our weekly treasure hunting at the local Goodwill. We love to see what great finds we can get thrift store shopping. So I do recommend that. It's fun. You can always find some stuff. It's crazy. That day we found an especially interesting treasure. It was called a treasure of reality. Yes, a big healthy dose of reality we picked up in the Goodwill parking lot when my sister stepped out of the truck, spun around on her heel, and pointed right at my mom, point blank in the back seat, and boldly proclaimed, you don't know how to act around us, do you? And it must have hit her right then that the version of me that my mom had been feeding her for 20 years wasn't lining up either. And you know what? I'm not surprised. So that day we found out 
that that was the beginning of the awakening. We had both been lulled to sleep for 20 years, fed lies about each other, manipulated to the point that we went from sisters who shared a room as children to being made into complete strangers and enemies. And at that very moment, I think it was evident to everyone in that truck that the jig was up. That's right. The jig was up. A couple days after our outing, my sister reached out to discuss what she meant when she said that to my mom that day, since we really didn't even get an opportunity to talk about it around our mom. And, you know, we're just still getting used to each other and still a little gun shy and don't really know if we can trust the other one because we had just been programmed not to trust her, not to trust each other. And that is when she told me that she thinks our mother is a narcissist. I honestly couldn't, all I associated with narcissists was like the typical token cheerleader on some 80s movie that thought she was amazing and everybody needed to bow down to her. And yeah, that chick is a narcissist. But I didn't know how that kind of like correlated with my mom because she didn't act like that. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, you know, she suggested some videos to watch and I started watching some of them too. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I undoubtedly... After, after just watching a few of them was like, oh my, this is, our mom is a narcissist. I for years wondered why my mom was competing with everything we did. Why she would get jealous if we got a little bit better at like cooking a, a recipe. She would immediately have to go home and like try to one up us. If we bought something, she wanted it. If we bought a shirt, she needed to ask where we got the shirt. If we, anything we did, she also had to do it and she also had to do it better than us. And I, and I kind of wondered, I'm like, is that normal? You know, but she seemed to just do it all the time. And all this stuff my husband had kind of been telling me from the get go. But, you know, I'm like, well, that's just how she is. Well, that's just how she is. Well, guess what? <laughs> guess what? It's not normal. That is not normal. None of that is normal. <laughs> so a lot of these things that we have been learning and unpacking over the last couple months has been really eye-opening to us. And it's also been kind of hard because our dad passed away in Christmas of 2014. So we really don't have that side of the story of things. So as we're digging and unpacking our world and the 20 years of lies and from what I've learned now, triangulation, didn't know what that term was, but now I do. We'll touch on that later. You probably already know what that is. But holy mother of biscuits, it really makes a lot of sense what's been going on. So, yeah, so it'd be nice to be able to talk to her dad about it. But, you know, it's this was a this was a beautiful gift to end 2019 on. Definitely a great gift to my sister and I where we feel like we lost a mom in 2019, but we gained a sister in 2020, and that has been definitely bittersweet. So I can say <laughs> that that night I became pretty aware that our mother was not only a narcissist, 
but I would even take it a step further and say I wholeheartedly believe she is a covert narcissist. She has kept this on the down low. She has strategically manipulated and planted and done so many things behind her backs that I cannot even wrap my mind around at this point. So that's what this podcast journal is going to be about. I'm pretty sure that you have experiences just like mine or close, or maybe you're just waking up too. I'm not entirely sure, but just keep in mind, I am not a professional, but every article and video I have coupled with my experiences and those of my sisters combined checks all the boxes as I unpack these as I unpack these different events and layers I think you will be able to see why we feel this way we cannot clinically diagnose other people obviously because we're not professionals but with or without a title this mental abuse that we've grown so accustomed to actually has a name and that brings us peace it brings us peace to be able to put a bow on this box of what the biscuits did we just, I don't even know. So the nightmare we are living in is over, that we were living in is over. And in some ways, a new one is knocking at the door, just wanting to begin. So, so much stuff. So I will be wrapping up this first entry of I've been hornswoggled right here. And I will plan to pick up with more of a discussion about covert narcissism and what I am learning about it and how it has helped to bring my family and my sister a lot of peace. So thank you very much for listening to my first entry of Hornswoggled. I've been Hornswoggled diary journal style podcast. If you need to get a hold of me and if you have some of your own tales that you want to share, some advice, some anything, you can contact me on Gmail. You can email the show at I was Hornswoggled at gmail.com. And the show is also being hosted on Anchor. And you can find the show by going to anchor.fm forward slash hornswoggled. That is where I will be hosting the show. And you can also find it on Spotify. And then as it releases, it will trickle out to all the other places. So thank you so much yet again. And have a great day. God bless. Reina out.